Mic check one two one two. What's up? Hey, that's what I'm gonna say every time. One two one two. <laughs> okay, but I'm gonna stick with my hey girl. <laughs> God, <so> stupid. <laughs> uh, yeah, you are. You're a dork. <laughs> I hear it I'm like it never gets better I don't know how I keep doing it <laughs> I mean it is very comical I have to say that <laughs> I would like for you to start just because to me you're a winner winner chicken dinner so I'm just gonna let that happen <laughs> okay all right so my story today we're just going to do um we've looked up stories and we're going to uh tell them to the other one so we can get reactions we can discuss them so My story is out of St. Louis, Illinois, Um, and to me, they are becoming the new Florida because I have seen so many stories out of St. Louis, Illinois, (laughs) they're they're all gold. Um, This one is about a man who finds a mummified baby corpse in his mother's freezer after her death. Oh, my gosh. So let me give you a little backstory to this. This man is 37 years old. His mom, her name was Barbara, and she died of lung cancer uh, in July of this year. Now, Barbara was not a nice woman by any means. Barbara, (laughs) from what I'm gathering from all of the um, interviews, because this man has done so very many interviews, and um, all the interviews that I've read and watched with him is that he was a very um, bullied son like she, she was mean and nasty until her dying day. And he even left his home and moved in with her when she was dying so that he could take care of her and took care of her until she died. Uh, at one point, he called his sister and asked her, could you please come over and sit with mom so I can go to my girlfriend's house? And the mom said something along the lines of, go ahead, you whiny little bitch. Go ahead and be with your fucking <laughs> girlfriend. Like she... <laughs> <laughs> she was not <laughs> you know you picture this dying woman you're like oh my gosh that's horrible she was also lying to her doctors and saying she didn't smoke when she was just steadily just sucking them in so uh, which this resonates a bit with me because my mom did the same thing when she also had lung cancer and uh was not doing very well she was straight up telling her doctors and telling us that she didn't smoke, but then would take pictures with my nephew and she would have a cigarette in her hand or she would call me on the phone and, you know, you could hear it. And she had an oxygen tank, which, you know, she could have blown herself up, but she yeah. <laughs> on the phone with me like, anyway, like, <laughs> <laughs> So I um I feel for this poor guy when I when I read this story and and let me tell you I'm gonna laugh inappropriately <laughs> a lot not because this baby died okay this that is not funny none of this is funny but I I laugh at at really inappropriate things and when things just shock me they make me laugh whether they're funny or not funny and this just just took me really off guard and I can't even imagine how he would have felt but um. So he, in his freezer growing up, there, there was a box and it was about the size of a, a like a large shoe box. Like something you might keep like boots in, you know, like, oh, Uggs, let's do that. Something you would keep Uggs in. 
And it was taped shut. It was always in the freezer. And as he was growing up, just every now and then, he'd be in the freezer and he'd be like, Mom, like, what is this box? And she would just say, it's none of your business. Leave it alone. And, and it was just kind of a thing that they knew about in the house. They didn't really ask about it. Because she, like I said, not nice. <laughs> and had a lot of several husbands, had a lot of boyfriends, was out at the bar every night drinking. So it probably didn't really interest them that much you know whatever it was was of no um no use to them you know in any way the the kids um so she when she passed away he <laughs> was cleaning up her um her apartment and her apartment you now he he invited news crews in at one point and this is where i lost it and started laughing was because her apartment, you can tell the walls are stained yellow from the cigarette smoke. And you can tell that uh, this refrigerator was back from like the 70s because it's the old school, like um, brown. Remember when the brown refrigerator was in? They were like tan, yeah. that brown handle. Hell yeah. It's like a dirty so, yellow. Yes. Yes. So she, that's the type of refrigerator that we have. And the news crew that I watched, so they had this poor man basically reenact what he did. So he they, he takes him up the stairs, and he's got, like, coffee cups all over the, the coffee table. And he's just kind of going through things and deciding, like, what can he give to Goodwill? What does he want to keep? What does he want to trash? And he's, he walks over while the news crew is there and opens up the freezer and was like, so I opened the freezer and I remembered, oh, yeah, there's a box here. And he had previously taken a picture of it and sent it to his sister and to one of his aunts and was like, hey, guys, I'm going to, you know, I'm finally going to figure out what's in this box. And his aunt wrote back and said, well, maybe it's money. Ha ha. You know, and they had a good laugh because obviously she did not have a lot of money because she was spending it all on alcohol and cigarettes. So um, he was like, oh, yeah, ha ha. Now, he said he almost created a video so that they could watch him open it. And he's so glad he didn't. But he shows the news crew the inside of the freezer where the box used to be. And it's exactly what you would picture from an old lady smoker. Like, it's one of the old blue ice trays. It's all cracked, you know, like, so you had to fill it up and be really careful when you took it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. My grandma would be like, don't throw them away. They're still good. Mm, so. she, have, she have a bag of mothballs in there, too. Keep them fresh. <laughs> I'm sure she did, but she does have the big thing of Costco, like, like Costco-sized frozen vegetables, and right below where the box was sitting are some frozen Twix bars, and I just, I can't. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like, every time I look at frozen Twix in the, in the oh, supermarket, now I'm going to be like, oh, dead 80s. So... He pulls his box open and he shows the news crew. I picked up this knife and they zoom in on it like it's a crime scene knife, you know, like <laughs> they're like, it was this knife. And he says, I cut the box open. And when I opened it up, there was a pink fleece blanket inside. And when I went to reach in to see what else was in there, there was obviously a foot. I could tell it was a foot. I knew it was a foot. I was like, but you know, you just don't know what you're seeing. Like you're kind of in disbelief. He's like, so I pulled it all the way out. And then I realized there was hair and it was a mummified baby. And I freaked out and I put it back in the box and I called the police and the police came. Um, and he said, I just went back in my room and waited because they had to process the whole living room, like a crime scene and the refrigerator and 
you know, all of that. So um, he, he says that once or twice, his mom had mentioned her daughter that had passed away and he, she wouldn't talk about her. He had asked about her before, like, Oh, I had a sister that passed away. And she's like, yeah, but you know, we're not talking about that. So he doesn't know if that could have been who it was. He found out later, even after this story, that he had two other sisters that she had given up for adoption and he never knew she was pregnant either of those times and was, had found them through 23 and me. So that's my story. Wow. <laughs> you just, that story right there, all the details and everything that you have. Sorry, listening audience. She just put me to shame straight up. I'm going to have to set my game up. <laughs> okay, well, to be, to be fair, when I first started doing my own podcast, the first time that I did it, I was trying to make it work. I, I like covered the story because I had come across it. And now some of the extra stuff, I didn't know because I just went and looked it up again and saw all the new details that I didn't know about. But this story has fascinated me and I have seen more than one YouTube video on it. I've read more than one article about it. So that is the only reason I know so much about it. I can't claim that I will be this prepared the next time. (laughs) Would you be the type of child that knows that there's some box for decades in your f- mom's freezer and you not open that tr- I would yeah, open no. that shit. No, I would not. My mom was mean as hell. Uh-uh. Like she <laughs> Look, My mom was too, but I still open that shit. <laughs> no, I see I would have been him. I think that's part I was so drawn to the story. It was like I would have been him. If somebody said, don't open it, I wouldn't open it. If somebody says, don't push that button, I'm not going to push that button. Like, I'm one of the few that's going to be like, oh, okay, you said no. (laughs) Uh -uh. You know what I used to do at Christmas time? I used to take a a box cutter and I would slice the presents open ever so slightly. (laughs) Ever so slightly so you couldn't tell that I (laughs) did it. Yeah, and I would take that bitch back because I wanted to see what was inside. And I'd do the same. I would have done the same thing with that. Oh, <laughs> What would you have done then, though? Like, what if you had found that when you were, like, 12? You know, you would have just put that shit right back. Mm-mm. I didn't see nothing. See, okay, so here we go. I was 12 years old, and I found that in my freezer. I would open it so carefully to where nobody would ever know that I opened it. I would pit it back so perfectly where nobody would ever even know that I bothered it. I would go and do all the normal things that I would normally do. Eat breakfast, eat lunch, eat dinner, whatever you're going to do. Play hopscotch, whatever they did, but I don't know what they did. And then I would have a dog in this scenario, okay? Okay. Uh-huh. And before I go walk the dog, I would just make like a, a little cupcake or a pie or something. And mom, let me make something for you. And then I would put it on a plate and I would wrap it up. And when I went to go walk the dog, I would be like, oh, I'm two doors down. I'm going to go talk to Miss Clara and give her a pastry. And so I would stop by Miss Clara's house and I'd be like, Miss Clara, I bought you a pastry. And you know what? My mama done killed somebody and she put the, the dead baby in the freezer and I opened it and we saw it. Let's call the cops on it. <laughs> Straight up, because next thing I know, I'm going to be the one in the fucking box. 
Yeah, Ellen. That's no, 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 no. Mm-mm. Yeah. No. I, I, don't, I think my fear of my mom would have been more at, at twelve than my fear of anything else. Like okay. that. I, nope. Okay. Wouldn't have heard. Yep, I'm not rebel without a cause for sure. <laughs> We were going to like the help with like two slice chili. <laughs> yeah, uh, you out of here, sister? <laughs> with, your, with your Jeffrey Dahmer box cut, you know? <laughs> uh-huh. So my story is really simple. I didn't do any research or anything on it. I just thought there's been too many stories like this lately, and I thought, what the hell is wrong with people? So this chick, 30 years old, she lived in Arizona and she went to this place called the Wildlife World Zoo. And it's a park that's right outside of Phoenix. Okay. She was attacked on her arm by a jaguar. And she was attacked because this chick sees that she's they're, they're going by and there's a fence. She sees the jaguar is like really close to the fence. So she gets as close as she can get because the bitch wants a selfie. Are you kidding me right now? So, and there, I've heard multiple stories of, did you hear the one recently where the chick actually went into the, you know, here's what I'm saying. Here's my thought. If, first of all, I can't imagine why you need a selfie that bad, okay? But if you do need a selfie that bad, I hope he rips the shit out you. That makes no sense. Are you you're you're going in their environment? They don't know you. They don't know who you are. They don't care how about what kind of picture you getting and who you want to post it to. Like they don't care about any of that. So if you happen to get like, I hope that you prepare yourself for the best wound sco- wound that you have, so you could tell the greatest stories. Because I hope he just shreds you right across your face because you're dumb. <laughs> okay, I'm laughing, but I'm totally with you. Absolutely, 100%. The only thing that infuriates me about all of this is that, okay, we we as people went and took this animal out of its habitat yes. and play for everybody under the sun and, and intentionally will force them out into, you know, maybe outside where they don't want to be just so that people have something to look at. And then we will kill it when, when somebody's dumbass jumps in there and gets hurt. They oh. will go euthanize it. And the mm-hmm. people at the zoo have become attached to these animals. You know, whether you think zoos are awful or whether you think they're great, that's a completely different story. But and I think there's good and bad to both of them. You know, and I think there's there's great where they're trying to save the animals, and then there's terrible where they're exploiting them. Like there's there's good and bad to everything. But these people that get in there, I, I want you to fucking die. Like, I, I want terrible things to happen to you. I, because if that animal's going to die, then, then it better die for something. Yeah. If, if all, if, because you know that her dumb ass is going to get out and be like, oh my gosh, I just wanted this picture and I've got this scar, but don't worry, they killed it. Like, I, you know, I feel like there's no point where these people are like, wow, I just got that animal murdered. Because yeah, I need- it's going to be posted something like hashtag no filter, hashtag living my best life. Shut the fuck up. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
No, that is exactly right. You know, and I've seen so many of them. You're right. And every time I watch them, I'm like, you dumb bitch. Like, you deserve everything you got. You're lucky that you got out the way that you did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she deserved to be able to get up and go to work the next day and somebody say, what happened to your face? <laughs> <laughs> You that should have came along with that selfie. The one that I saw the um, the other day, and I don't know if it was new or if it just is making its rounds at this point, but um, if you haven't seen it, I'll send it to you if you'd like to see it. But these um, these parents, they were at a park. Um, it might have been Yellowstone, and that might have been why I know it, since that's our, our big park, but um, Yellowstone National Park. So they, they were taking pictures of buffalo, and that's completely fine. But they got very close to the buffalo. Now, buffalo's head, just in case nobody knows for scale, is is about, uh, oh gosh, what is it, three or four feet long? I mean, they are, they are fucking massive animals. They are so big. And, and they are very territorial. They don't like <laughs> to have people try to get up in their big face. So these people with their young child i mean young couldn't have been more than gosh i want to say eight or nine years old are walking towards this buffalo go to take a picture of it the buffalo charges them and the parents run and leave that kid behind and the buffalo plows in the air and the kid just goes flying they never 18 they never turned around to see where was okay by the way like completely fine i don't remember what the injuries were but but did not you know was no like rush to the hospital dying of injuries or anything so the buffalo in that case was not put down but if the parents had made a big fuss about it you know they would have put that buffalo to sleep even though it was in its own wild environment or like when alligators eat people and they're like well let's go kill it and see if we find a person inside oh there's no one in there Oh, can I tell you a funny story really quick about alligators? Sure. <laughs> I went to when my when my friend's mom passed away. I went to down to Florida to help her pack up her mom's apartment and stuff. And right in the back of her apartment, um, she lived in Florida. In the right in the back of her apartment, there was like a pond, and there was obviously alligators in it. And I obviously wasn't educated, and I was out. They're just, you know, walking around, getting fresh air. And I come up on the sign. It says, <laughs> it says, don't molest the alligators. And I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't know what it meant. <laughs> and I thought, where the fuck am I? <laughs> Yeah, like holy hell! Oh my God. That was pretty funny. Oh yeah. So, well, I guess that's our that's our story. It's a quick little episode for that, and we'll have to um we'll have to come up with some uh, some more next week that we can or or next time I guess that we can discuss, and I'll see see what other ones, what other crazy stories that I can come up with, uh, <laughs> and see how much detail I can get into. I'm going to do better next time, I promise. But <laughs> yours, yours was good, too, and we could have elaborated, but I were trying to do kind of a quick one. So. I was going to say, but as of today, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Sticking to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
All right, I'm out. All right, next time.